Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brothers and Friends. We bring you tidbits from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. Well, there's a line that's been drawn through the ages. On that line stands the old rugged cross And on that cross Well, a battle is raging For the gain of man's soul Or his love On one side march the forces of evil All the demons and devils of hell On the other the angels of glory And they met on Golgotha's holy hill Well, it is finished The battle is It is finished There'll be no It is finished It's the end of The conflict It is finished And Jesus Is Lord Well it is finished The battle Not all prisoners of war had come home. There were battlefields of my own making. I didn't know 
the battle had been won. Oh, but listen now. Then I heard the king of all ages. He had fought all those battles for me. And victory was mine for the claiming. And now, praise God, I am free. Well, it is finished, the battle. There'll be no more It is finished That's the end of the conflict Praise God, yes it is It is finished And Jesus is Lord One more time, please Well, it is finished, the battle is over. Ah, it is finished, there'll be no more. It is finished, it's the end of It is finished, and Jesus is Lord. It is finished, thank God it is, and Jesus, oh, is Lord. The music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. All right, all right. So here's my Rob. Um, welcome to another Brother Z and Friends. A Brother Z, a Brother Z. Yeah. Pastor Linda, <laughs> Brother Z, Brother yeah, Z, man. Pastor Linda, yeah, and man. me, George. <laughs> is that all right, Pastor? Yeah, yeah that's good. Yes, yes, that's good. Brother Z, line. brother Z. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just wrap it out, man. Just wrap it out. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. Um, okay, Pastor. Our topic for the discussion: discussing the concept of faith and trust. How do they relate to each other? Trust is not the same as faith. Actually, these two words are different from each other and are used in different ways. Some of us believe that these two words mean the same thing. However, faith 
is more often used when spiritually speaking, while trust is used when speaking about personal relationships. Trust is also used in speaking about spiritual things when it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Trust has a deeper meaning when it comes to using it in our relationship with God. Trust would actually mean that a person places complete confidence in another. The person believes that the individual he or she is trusting will not harm them in any way. Wherein the scripture defines faith as now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The Bible clearly states that we live by faith, not by sight. Yeah. We find that in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. So in this episode, we will look at how we can become better at having faith and trusting in God to do what he says he will do. Okay, and the first question is, in your opinion, what special tools we can use that will permit us to live by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. Brethren, I have a list. <laughs> Whiskey, brandy. Um, <laughs> okay, I think I'll just, I'll just round it off with, I, I, I think I want to start with God's words and the Bible. God's word and the Bible, I think... Um, for me, um, that is my strength right there. Mm -hmm. And um, you all can disagree with me or you can um, bring it out a little clearer so that I know exactly what's going on. So all I right. leave it to you. All right. And, I'm, and I quite often ask for a refreshner. Just briefly give me the question again. Right. In your opinion, what special tools okay. we can use that will permit us to live by faith and not by sight. Um, okay, I would throwing one and I would say the tool of patience. Mm -hmm. Patience. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, are you are you taking that as a as a yes, um, Pastor? Or you want? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna that may be one down the line but i'm going to side with you in your first um answer is the word of god okay mm -hmm. um abiding in the word of god when you say what special tools mm -hmm. um do you uh use you know that permits you to live right by faith and mm -hmm. not by sight so another... um trust mm -hmm. in that word yeah. So, you know, as we're talking about faith and trust, I think mm -hmm. uh, trusting that that word that you read is God's word. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then having faith in it mm -hmm. to say that now it is the substance of things hoped for. It is the promises of God that will Amen. never fail. Amen. So I think in your toolbox, you've got to have uh discipline mm -hmm. to continue in that word every right. day. Mm -hmm. uh, so discipline would be one of my mm -hmm. additional tools. Right. Okay. Stick to itivity. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. so, so, so let's just look on this next question here. He says, if trust is built over a period of time and is not permanent, how then can we keep the faith in moments of the absence of trust? Let me kind of chime in on that one because I think um, some may look at trust in a narrow form of just a personal relationship mm -hmm. with people. Mm -hmm. But as we know, the Word of God tells us in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 that we should trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean not to our own understanding. Mm -hmm. So trust in the Lord is confidence and knowing as our Heavenly Father, He's not going to allow us to fail. He's not going to allow us to go without. Um, so we put our trust in him and, and mm -hmm. that should be a permanent trust. It's mm -hmm. different from yeah. a natural trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Brother C and Friends is a unique thought provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering a after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamp, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. Brother Z and Friends. By seeing, no hope was in sight that he promised he'd set me free. 
So I brought all my rags to the old rugged cross, and he lifted the veil. Now I see. Just as I am, just as I am, He took me just as I am. With all my problems, my doubts and my fears, He took me. Just as I am. Now my past is forgotten, and all things are new. I placed all my life in His hands. What a joy to know! I'll be living with Him forever in glory land. Just as I am, just as I am, He took me just as I am. With all my problems, my doubts, and my fears, He took me just as I am. Oh, He took me just as I am. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. So we, we are on, we're on the right track. Yeah. You know? you see, we can't go wrong when we have um, the past in the house now, can't yeah. we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> does uh, let, 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 me, let me just um, get this in here. Um, for this question, I'll tell you, first off, I have a big resounding yes. And the question is this. Does your choice of friends matter to your faith? Mm-hmm. I, I, and I am saying uh, yes, because um, there's a saying that birds of a feather mm-hmm. stick together. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't hang around people too much that will do things to diminish my faith. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I believe in God. And if I believe in God, uh, whatever I do must be God-related. And when you come with your negativity and try to give me stuff that's Satan-related, then we don't get on very well. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't talk to you and all that. But, you know, I start looking at you from both corners of my eyes. I start looking at you from from the back of my head and every place like that. So I say, yes, um, it does matter about friends. And that's my take. That's my yeah. story. And I'm sticking to it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> along, along those lines, I think I would want, no, I know I, before I let a friend go, because this could, friendship is deep, mm. and people, you, a friend could be misled, and I would not want to rush 
to keep away from that friend. Maybe that friend is there placed by God for me to tolerate and work on that person. I wouldn't want to give up so like say, okay, you're, you're negative, I'm gone. Uh, I struggle a bit with giving up on a friend. I question myself is has God placed me there for that friend or or whatever it is I rather stick with a friend and bring helping him to bring change in his life I could think of two friends one was excess drinking alcohol and I didn't drink, but he remained my friend. I went places with him, did things with with him. I didn't run away from him. He died a drunkard, but mm. I was still <laughs> there with him. And there's another one in terms of language, cursing. Mm. Every three words, one would be a swear word and... Where I got afraid of what was happening with that friendship, I found myself, I, I never was into the swearing thing. Mm. But whenever I was with this friend, I found myself swearing. Okay. I, like if I just had to so, be with him and that, that scared me. But I did not... Mm. I did not give up on that friend. No, but in line with the question, is it, does it matter? And your choice of friends, does it matter to uh, your faith? And I'm saying it, it does matter to my yeah. faith. It does okay. matter to my faith a whole lot yeah. because um, I will not um, do anything that will bring the gospel into disrepute. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And right. sometimes, you know, people will do and say things that would, would compromise your faith. Mm -hmm. And so I'm saying it does matter. Mm -hmm. A pastor, help me out. No, no, you don't yeah, need, no, I, you don't need help. Yeah, I got you. I, <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I got no, I, you. I definitely agree. I got yeah. you. Mm -hmm. I got you. I feel yeah. so honored to be having both of you all there, one to my left and one to my right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I understand what Brother Z is saying, but I, I would ask him this question mm -hmm. because even though you remain those individuals' friend, but they're not in your company more than anyone else. No. You mm. know, mm. I don't think. No. Because... No. The scripture says in Proverbs 13 and 20 that uh, wise men walk with wise men. Mm -hmm. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, mm -hmm. but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, just like Jesus, he had 12 disciples, and I'm not saying that all 12 of them were bad, but he um, made it a habit to keep around him uh, three, and that mm. was Peter, James, and John. They were within his inner circle, so to speak. They went mm. places and saw things that others didn't see. Mm. And I think, you know, it's good to have friends that we are 
winning them or attempting to win to them win to them. the Lord and yes. influencing them because if you know the salt has to go out and salt mm. something the mm. the you know the light has to go out and be a light right. in some darkness but those that are close to you uh, a, a close friend i believe that it's important it matters to our faith so that iron sharpens iron as mm -hmm. the scripture says, right, right. and so does a, a man, his you know, a friend, his a man in their countenance. Mm -hmm. So, when it matters to the faith part, like Brother George said, uh, those close friends are those friends that are of like mind and can uh, give good counsel, that can sharpen you and mm -hmm. help you grow your faith. But then you have some friends that are. Distant friends. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. okay. Very good. Yeah. The music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. When the crippled man stretched out his hand to Peter, well, he thought at least he would get a dime. But gold and silver have I not sent Peter told him. But in the name of Jesus, rise and shine. Now I don't have to settle for less, cause I'm the king's kid. And all the riches of the kingdom, they are mine. I've been purchased by the blood and I've been adopted. Now I'm living like the king's kid all the time. One day in the upper room the kids were praying When the wind came rushing with the mighty sound And in unknown tongue the kids began to praise him That's when the power of Pentecost came pouring down Now I don't have to settle for less cause I'm a king's king And all the riches of the kingdom they are mine I've been purchased by the blood and I've been adopted Now I'm living like king's kid all the time I believe the banquet table's almost ready And the king himself will soon call come and die Then with robes of sparkling white we'll rise to meet him And the king and all his kids will have a time now I don't have to set up for less cause I'm a king's kid. All the riches of the kingdom, they are mine. I've been purchased by the blood and I've been adopted. Now I'm living like a king's kid all the time. Now I don't have to set up for less cause I'm a king's kid. All the riches of the kingdom, they are mine. I've been purchased by the blood and I've been adopted Now I'm living like a king's kid all the time Oh, I've been purchased by the blood and I've been adopted Now I'm living like a king's kid all the time Well, I think this question, this next question comes in because um, Brother Z is legally blind is it easier for a blind man to live by faith <laughs> because he or she does not have physical sight? Brother Z, I yeah. think you got that one more than, <laughs> more than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
I don't know if it makes sense to me, but I would want to think, yes, I'm not tempted by by sight to be distracted, really. Okay. Mm. And I believe that I could shape things, I could make things be the way I, in a positive way, make things be the way they should be and accept them as such without the te temptations of the evil things that are around us. Mm. And Pastor, can you, can you throw anything else on from a lady's um, perspective? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, well um, you know, faith is a condition in the heart also. Uh, so even though he can't see or someone may not be able to see physically, mm. um, faith still is a condition in the heart. And... Mm. To be able to have faith, because uh, you can have some people who can't see and they're very afraid. They're afraid to move about because they can't see and um, they're afraid to go outside because, you know, mm -hmm. they need someone to lead them around. So I believe that um, it depends upon the condition of that person's heart and their uh, diligence in the word of God that builds their faith um, that will determine whether they, uh, you know, their faith is stronger than someone who can see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, well, um, I know that traditionally in this country, um, I don't, I'm not so sure about the other countries, they try not to mix politics and faith. And we have a question here relating to that. What are appropriate ways for a Christian to manage the relationship between politics and faith. And I say, you don't. You do not mix those two. I, 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 I got to a place now where I don't want to discuss politics with, with um, my religious or my Christian beliefs. I just want to leave it alone. And um, I th a lot of people do disagree with me. They say, you're a Christian. You're the one that who should want to discuss it. I said, no, I want to leave politics out of it. Well, and I agree, you know, in discussions because you have so many uh, different views. But the question is, what are the appropriate ways for mm. Christians to manage mm. the relationship between politics and faith? And I believe as Christians, we should exercise our uh, God-given right to vote. Okay. I believe that we should uh, pray, like it tells us in First First Timothy chapter two. Mm -hmm. Pray for those in leadership. We need to exercise our um, the commission because that's basically a commission from God for us to pray mm. for those in politics. Because even in the Old Testament, it tells us to pray for the peace of the city, because therein we will have peace. Mm. So if we don't pray for those in leadership, then, you know, our country, we won't have peace in our nation. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we pray. It's important that we utilize our God-given right. It's important that we educate ourselves. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit different of a different opinion than some. 
when it comes to politics. A lot of people say, well, God don't have nothing to do with politics, but that's not true because when you read the whole Old Testament, all he's talking about is kings and nations and what they're doing. Basically, those kings of those nations are like the presidents of our nation. And that's that's all through the scriptures, all through the scriptures. It's, and even the mothers of kings are mentioned. So the stories of those kings, whether they were wicked, whether they were just, uh, is all through the Old Testament. And so I believe it matters what type of leadership we have, because mm -hmm. so goes the priest, so goes the people. Okay. And it can you know, damage us and our freedom, mm. our freedom, our liberty, uh, uh, and the acceptance of Christianity. I believe it's a very important subject that we should, like I said, when I brought out those scriptures, we should pray. Mm -hmm. We should exercise our right to vote, mm. and um, and we should live godly okay. in our yeah. nations and be the light. You know, God. Yeah. The good thing about yeah. it, God has always put a prophet next to a king. Okay. You can go through the Old Testament mm. and see how God put a prophet that He would always go to that king. Elijah went to Ahab, prophesied mm -hmm. to him, rebuked him, mm -hmm. uh, told him what to do in certain cases. Okay. Uh, Elijah told one uh, king to take the bow and arrow and shoot it. And he only shot it a couple of times, and he said, well, you know, you, you're only going to win the battle uh, two or three times, and then after that, <laughs> you're going to go into captivity. Hmm. So, but God always put a prophet in the uh, vicinity of a king to help that king, to lead that king in the right direction. Hmm. I don't believe that God put us on this earth or in these nations to allow the devil to place kingship over us and just, you know, ruin the lives of people. I, I don't believe that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I believe in the prayer part, most of all, praying for our leaders. Sometimes you, I listen to pastors and so on who actually telling you not to vote for X person because of whatever that person is voting in favor of, mm. that it's against the Bible. But I think we should keep on praying. Prayer, prayer is strong. The more mm. we pray, um, it's in God's hands to do what is right for us. He's mm. righteous. Okay. Do you believe that a pastoral minister has a better chance to successfully lead a country than a politician with no fixed godly principle. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe <laughs> That's he... That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe he has a better chance because circumstance conditions would change him very quickly. Yeah. His, yeah. Uh, um, he would become... Less pastoral and more political. More political. <laughs> so my yeah. thing is, uh, uh, I often wonder if we would one day have such a such a president. But we did know? have. We did. Wasn't it? Wasn't Jimmy Carter a, a pastor? 
I can't remember. No, I, oh, I don't okay. think so. Mm. Oh, no, but he had, uh, he used to teach Sunday faith. school. He used to teach Sunday school, right? Yeah, but that doesn't make you a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> well, but well, you know, as you said, as we pray, because God knows best, because yeah. they can start out well and mm -hmm. end up wrong. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yes, and they can, you know, not have uh, wisdom. Um, it's you just have to pray. Mm. Um, so right. I really can't answer that question because I I wouldn't I I well I really wouldn't think that mm -hmm. a uh, pastoral minister would have a uh, better chance to mm. successfully. Right. I agree with Brother Z. It, it's a it's a it's a high position that uh, you know even Solomon in all his wisdom as uh, a king. Which he was, hmm. and you have to remember that now. These right. these positions were political positions. Mm -hmm. Deborah, who judged Israel, that was a political position. Mm. So it depends on the individual whether they're going to be strong, and they need prayers if yeah. they did go into office. You're right about that. They need prayers because I believe. Um, they get in office with the best intention. And Intentions, then they, right. Yeah, and when they get surrounded by all these um, top people who have already been there, you know, with all these scams and stuff, it's hard for them not to get drawn into um, mm -hmm. doing exactly what everybody else did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our podcast, Brothers Z and Friends. B R O T H E R A N D F R I E N D S. It's available for your listening at your convenience. Just Google the name. Email brotherz77 at gmail.com. The phone 407 6684824 so 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 what are some of the key ways for us as christians to share our faith with non-believers because i believe that if a person got into politics and that person um is a non-christian and then you have some christians in there i think someone somewhere along the line somebody's gonna have to witness to them are you know something so what are some of the key ways we can help in as christians i would say one if you be if you believe in the church you are in mm. not and you're not just there because your friends go there or things like that if you really support the leaders in your church then you would get that person to visit Mm. and get mm. that person okay. into I, the church. Pastor well, Linda, I, I, yeah. I have a different of opinion there, okay. oh, Brother right. Z, because yeah. we are the church. Okay. okay. And, and that's what I see a lot of times people are doing. They're, they're trying to bring people into the church, the, the building, mm -hmm. and we have so many of them on every corner. Mm. But we are the church. The mm -hmm. church is built on that rock of belief that mm -hmm. Christ, uh, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, yeah. the Son of the living God. And so in order uh, to share our faith, we're, we're sharing our faith. We're not sharing what church we're going to or our pastor. We're sharing our faith. Mm 
So our faith is, hey, I believe in Jesus, and I believe he died for my sins, and he's the only way that you're going to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you believe in him? You know, Mm -hmm. so when it says sharing my faith, my faith is not in my pastor. It's in God. Um, I thank God for my pastor. I thank God that he's leading the congregation, but my faith is in God. So when I share my faith, and this is where we, you know, the great commission that Jesus gave us is to go ye into all the world. He didn't Mm -hmm. say go and bring people to your church. Go go and preach the gospel, which Mm -hmm. is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. care what church you go to, as long as it's a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church that's not stuck in tradition Mm -hmm. of men, but that you go to a church that's going to feed you and build you up in Christ, that you can be all that you can be in Him, knowing that greater is He that in you, you know, once they come in to believe, to to share that faith with them, um, you know, you want to befriend them as right. we're talking about friends and different things and trust. You want to mm-hmm. befriend them. You want to love them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus ate among the sinners, right. and they criticized him, but he rebuked the religious leaders because they were stuck in tradition. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, so he ate among the sinners and he showed them love. He healed them. He healed their family members. Um, and then they began to see that there was something different about this man. And like mm-hmm. Brothers, he was saying, when you have these friends that are living contrary to what you believe, uh, as you continue to befriend them, they see a difference in your life. And mm-hmm. then you can ask them. You know, have you, do you know the Lord Jesus? Have you given your life to him? Don't you know that he's coming back again for a bride, for people that are mm-hmm. called out, called right. by his name? Sometimes you can, you can go on the internet, you can read books about how to win souls or how to win uh, friends to the Lord. I know um, Billy Graham has one that... Um, is really good and, and tells you how to share your faith mm-hmm. uh, without fear. Right. Most people are afraid to tell people about Jesus. They It's easy to tell people, oh, come go to church with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, they want the pastor to tell the people about Jesus. Right. But um, I believe that we are called, every one of us are called to, to share our faith in Jesus Christ. I believe my testimony is strong. I believe my, yes. my lifestyle yes. and my behavior, yes. I, I think those are so important to me. So if I was going to do something um, which is contrary to my Christian belief, I would uh, think twice about it yes. because you never can tell who's watching you. Who's watching? Everybody's right. watching. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Very so, good, Brother yeah. George. Very, very good. good. I say so, very good too, Brother George. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, I uh, must admit you're learning. Yeah, I, I, I got to <laughs> admit that I'm, I'm, uh, I am expecting the check to come up a little later on. So, All sorry. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so then yeah. we're talking about faith. Is it okay? to question our faith in God. Let me jump out on a limb and say, I never question my faith in God. 
In man, yeah, many times. But in God, no, no. I, I can't I can't do that. I don't mm. know how you all feel about that, but I can't question my faith in God. Well, you know, I believe that we all have been in a situation mm. at some point in our lives mm. that we question God. God, are, you know, are you going to bring me out of this? Or are you going to do something mm. here? Even David questioned his mm. faith in God mm. when he saw the wicked prospering all around him. When Saul was after him and he thought he was going to die. And he was afraid for his life. Elijah, when he ran off after Jezebel, threatened to kill him. Mm. Where was his faith in God? Because his faith in God would have caused him to stand up straight and say, for God I live, for God I die. But he ran in fear. So I think we all have come to a point that we question our faith in God or or whether God's going to come through for us or not. Maybe not the more mature we are, but sure enough, in our early years, we question. Mm -hmm. And it was through our patience and perseverance that we held on that we saw the faithfulness of God. And it increased our faith. Mm. So then the next time we got into that situation, we knew, oh, he delivered me before. Then I'm persuaded he's going to deliver me again. Mm. Okay. I, I have, this is leading me to a question. Um, is there a difference when we say, question, our faith in God versus God faith in us? The two things are different or or they're one and the same. Because we are saying, question our faith in God. And I can see that as okay because somewhere along the line, you will be brought back. I mean, mm-hmm. you would either keep going further and end up being on the wrong side or it's like going off the off the train or whatever you call it, and coming back off the wagon and coming back. But then I'm saying we should never question God's um, faith in us. Am I making any sense there? Well, if I can say what I think you mean. (laughs) Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, um, Questioning in our faith in God, meaning God's... um, you know, reliant ability, whether to, we can to come rely true. on him to yeah, come, to come through true for us. First, yeah. But then questioning God's faith in us, I think they work together because if I am assured that God has confidence in mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. that empowers me to go on mm-hmm. and have confidence in mm-hmm. what he said he would mm-hmm. do. It's a it's a real um, it's a good question because just like going through a trial, we look at the story of Job. Job went through all that he went through. Job kept his integrity. Hmm. I believe he kept his faith in God, but God also kept his faith in Job because God knew that Job would not curse him. And he knew what was in Job. Believers need to grow to that level 
to know that God has faith in them um, mm-hmm. because of what he put in them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but okay. so new so believers, it, you know, I work with mm-hmm. them all the time. New believers don't have that level of faith yet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, I think I got my answer. I but, think I got my answer there. Yeah, but, but Pastor, that the two things are different. Right, right. Yeah, Pastor, why is trusting God so difficult for some people? You know, I believe as I've worked with people and I've witnessed to people um, and tried mentoring, well, I won't say try, <laughs> and mentored, that's right, mentored people, um, a lot of times people relate God to people. Mm. Um, they remember the failures of their parents or the failure of a friend who was supposed to be there for them and let them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and they relate God to them. And therefore, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, some people find it difficult to put their trust in God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're talking faith here. Yeah, what can we do to keep our faith strong? And my simple simple um, solution is you study God's word and live by God's word and mm-hmm. I think that will strengthen your yeah. belief in God and keep your faith strong and I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I'm on the right track here pastor yes you are that's number one mm-hmm. and I believe you know not just studying God's word but uh, stay constant in prayer and stay constant in fellowship mm-hmm. uh, Acts chapter 4 I believe it is uh verse 20 or so, it tells us that the disciples were steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, which Mm. today for us is the word of God. They were steadfast in fellowship and in breaking of bread with one another, and they were steadfast in prayers. I think all three of those things are important in Mm. order to um, keep our faith strong. Mm -hmm. And, And I will say to be super conscious of the godly things that are happening to you in your life Mm. because godly things happen to us and we give credit to luck or that was luck a boy i was lucky Mm. or that type of a thing and we miss out on simple things that are godly not realizing that that was god Mm. Greetings, greetings, greetings. It is such a pleasure to be with you all by way of radio. And we're so happy to be able to bring a message of encouragement to your hearts today. Talking about faith, having faith in God and trusting God. You know, those two things are are two in one, but they're also two separate things that we need to have. I tell you, when you believe in the Lord with all of your heart, when you trust in him, that he will always be there 
there for you, then it's easy. But when you have doubts and fears and, and, and situations that may not look quite conducive, then it can be a little difficult in trying for you to trust in the Lord. But I want to bring out some scriptures to you today. And the first one is a Proverbs chapter 3 and verses 5 and 6, where it tells us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but to acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our path. I believe that the, the biggest culprit against trusting the Lord is leaning to our own understanding. As the verse says, it's when we think we know the answers or that we can determine the outcome in a better fashion than the Lord. But just like a car manufacturer, the person who made the object is the best person to be able to fix it, to be able to make it again, and even to be able to improve it. And so as we put our trust in the Lord today, I want to encourage you to know that he is the creator, our father. He is the creator of all things. And he is the one who has the most knowledge about you and I and about our lives. He has the plans all set out. And they're good plans, not evil. If we would only just get out of our own ideas and our own minds and follow him, trusting in him, knowing that he will never lead us astray. And as a believer, to continue to increase our faith, you know, there's something that the apostles did and the believers did in the book of Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. The word of God tells us that they continued steadfast. There's something about being steadfast. That means you're diligent. That means you're unmoved. That means that you're you're settled and you are not moving away from what you believe. And for those that may have gone backwards or find themselves sliding back, I want to encourage you today to be steadfast, to be unmovable. The Word of God tells us to always abound in the work of the Lord, for in that you know that your work is not in vain. You see, when you start finding yourself going backwards, then you begin to lose hope that your labor is in vain. But I want to let you know today that your labor is not in vain. We serve a God who is faithful to whom he has promised. He's faithful to what he has promised he will do, and he's faithful to those he's promised it to. And you are that one. You are that one that the Lord has promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will lead and guide you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though you may walk through the valley, and the shadow of death, you can rest assured that you don't have to fear evil for your God is for you. I want to encourage you today that all of our listening audience, if you're going through some challenges in your life and you don't know where God is in that challenge, I want to encourage you to know today that God has faith in you. He's allowing you to go through that situation or uh, because he knows that you will not lose heart. He knows like Job that you will not curse him and die. You will live 
and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Be strong in the faith. Be diligent in your your time of study of the word, your time of prayer, and your time of fellowship. And you'll see yourself getting stronger and stronger in the Lord. God bless you. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for every one of our listening audience. Lord, we thank you for those that may know you, and we thank you for those that may not. And we just ask that you will strengthen them, strengthen their faith, strengthen their trust in you, strengthen their belief in you, that they know that you exist and you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. I pray for those who may not know you today, that they will give you their heart. They'll say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of all of my sins and make me anew. In Jesus' mighty name, we plead the blood of Jesus over you. And remember, God loves you and he'll never leave you. And he will make good on every one of his promises. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And thank you again, Pastor Linda, for bringing the, the word of God to us. And we encourage our listeners to... Live by the word of God. Keep on listening. We are coming up to our second anniversary uh, very soon. And consider sending us a shout out. Tell us how long you have been listening to us and what benefits you have been receiving. We are anxious to hear from you. Thank you so much. And if you prayed uh, that prayer with Pastor Linda, then we also would like to hear from you and um, help to encourage yeah. you in the Christian path. Yeah. All right, so we are at the zone. We are at the zone, and I hate to say this, but we got to bring it to a wrap. <laughs> and so we say, We share because we care. Until next time, may God bless you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you Amen. Amen. Our daily bread. You said you would supply all my needs according to. Yeah.